0: Good afternoon, Central Park Baptist Church. Good afternoon to y'all. How are we doing this afternoon? We're doing okay? Amen. If you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn 586. Hymn 586. Hymn 586. And then we'll have an opening word of prayer. Hymn 586. Uh, Down at the cross where my Savior died, down where for cleansing from sin I cried, there to my heart was the blood applied. Glory to His name. his name, his name, glory to His name, His precious name, glory to His name, His precious name, there to my heart. Was the blood applied? Glory to his name. I am so wondrously saved from sin. Jesus so sweetly abides within, there at the cross where he took me in. Glory to his name. Glory to his name, his precious name. Glory to his name. There to my heart was the blood applied. Glory to his name. Oh precious fountains, saved from sin. I am so glad I have entered in. There Jesus says, clean Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. There to my heart was the blood applied. Glory to his name. Come to this fountain. Come to this fountain so rich and sweet. Cast thy person at the Savior's feet. Plunge in today and be made complete. Glory to His name. Glory to His name. Glory to His name. To his name. There to my heart was the blood applied. Glory. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the privilege to come into your house again, Lord. Not only to fellowship with one another, Lord, but to give you honor and glory, Lord. Fill us with the Holy Spirit, Lord, guide our path. Always help us to stay focused on you and put you first in everything that we do. And it's in Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Now, we can give glory to his name, especially if you're a born again child of God. We can give glory to his name because we know that that old account was settled. Amen. Amen. Hymn 675. Hymn 675. The old account was settled. And you know when it was settled? Long ago. Amen. Sing along. There was a time on earth When in the book of heaven An old account was standing For sins yet unforgiven. My name was at the top and many things below. I went unto the keeper and settled long ago, long ago. Down on my knee, long ago, I settled it all. Yes, the old account was settled long ago. Hallelujah! And the record's clear today, for he washed my sins away. When the old account was settled long ago. The old account was large and growing every day, for I was always sinning an and never tried to pay. But when I looked ahead and saw such pain and woe, I said that I would settle. I settled long ago, long ago, out of my need, long ago, I settled it all. Yes, the old account was settled long ago. Hallelujah, And the wreck is clear today, for he washed my sins away. When the old account was settled long ago. When at the judgment bar I stand before my king. And he, the book, will open. He cannot find a thing. Then will my heart be glad, while tears of joys will flow. Because I had it settled and settled long ago, long ago. Down on my knees, long ago. I settled it all. Yes, the old account was settled long ago. Hallelujah! And the record's clear today, for he washed my sins away. When the old account was settled long ago, when in that happy home, my savior's home above i'll sing redemption story and praise him for his love i'll not forget that book with pages white as snow because i came and settled and settled long ago long ago out of my knee long ago i settled it all yes the old account was settled long ago Hallelujah! And the record's clear today. For he washed my sins away. When the old account was settled long ago. O sinner, seek the Lord. Repent of all your sin. For thus he hath commanded, If you would enter in. And then if you should live A hundred years below up there you're not regretted you settled long ago long ago down on my knees long ago I settled it all yes the old account was settled long ago hallelujah and the record's clear today for he washed my sins away the old account was settled long ago hey amen and amen. Now the old account was settled long ago, especially for those who believe that Jesus is all the world to them. Amen. Hymn 624. Hymn 624. And after this we'll have announcements and the offering. Hymn 624. Jesus is all the world to me. Amen. Sing along. Jesus is all the world to me. My life My joy, my all. He is my strength from day to day. Without him I would fall. When I am sad, to him I go. No other one can cheer me so. When I am sad, he makes me glad. Verse uh, A Jesus is all the world to me, my friends in trial sore. I go to him for blessings and he gives them for and o'er. Amen. He sends the sunshine and the rain, he sends the harvest. Sunshine and rain, harvest of grain. He's my friend. Is he your friend this evening? Amen. Verse 3 Jesus is all the world to me, and true to him I'll be. Oh, how could I this friend deny when he's so me following him I know I'm right he watches over me day and night following him by day and night he's my friend uh, Jesus is all the world to me Him now, I'll trust him when life's fleeting day shall end. Beautiful life with such a friend. Beautiful life that has no end.
1: There is a friend that's just closer than a brother, amen? That's right, that's right. Amen. How many of you have your bulletins? Good. Read them and you'll know everything that's going on. Amen. I was, I was telling my wife this afternoon, uh, spent way too much time on announcements today. And the Lord said, you know what, that takes up too much of time for preaching so, read your bulletin, amen, and uh, get, in, get in there and read them, and you'll know everything. If you have questions about it, ask myself, or ask Brother DeVito, and and, uh, man, and and we'll get all those for you and get them ready to go, and all God's people can say, amen. amen. All right, do anybody need a, 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 one of these cards? Faith <laughs> yeah, Faith Promise card. Any, if you had uh, two others turned in this morning, and, uh, you know, I think you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised at our faith promise for the year. Now, if, you'll, if you look in your bulletin and add up our missions, and we've had about a, almost $100,000 or better. I think we've won over that this year, and, and that's great. Amen. And, Amen. and I'm thankful for that. God blesses a missions-giving church right. uh, abundantly. Uh, Brother Choi had—how uh, many did you have, Brother woo 12 this morning at, in hey. church, amen, and I'm hey. thankful for that, so y'all continue uh, to pray for him, all right, uh, did uh, anybody not get a visitor's card, uh, I appreciate all of our guests being here today, we had some folks here, new ones this morning, want to make sure you get that, did you give that $50 bill to them this morning, Brother DeVito, all right, see, raise, br- Brother DeVito, raise your hand, okay, D- did y'all see him, first time folks, listen, he will give you a $50 bill, amen, hey. I mean, it was 25, but, man, inflation has really got expensive, so uh, we'll up that, uh, but anyway, but read your bulletin, and amen, and, and please, and if you have any questions about anything, just ask, because there's a lot of things on there, uh, the only thing that's not on there is our work day that's going to follow men's, uh, Our excuse me, that's going to follow soul winning uh, on the, um, and, and prayer breakfast on November 5th, okay, so that's our work day, got some few things we want to finish up out there, so. Please uh, help us with that. All right. Huh? Oh, Monday night, men and ladies uh, Bible study, November seventh. Okay. Thank you. I mean, you know, it's a good thing we have uh, computers around. Amen. Re- remembers all this stuff. November seventh, men and ladies Bible study. All right. Six forty-six thirty-six forty-five. Uh, be don't forget about that. All right. Well, that's our word of prayer, and uh, may the Lord bless you as you give and we'll uh, in our offering this afternoon. Lord, thank you, God, for the day. Bless us, Lord. Uh, God again, I, I, Lord. I, I don't want to take up your time, Lord, with trivial things like uh, the, the you know an announcements, Lord. So please help us, God, to be engaged in our our bulletin, and uh, Lord, may we be involved in all the things that are going on. And uh, Lord, if we uh, didn't. Uh, uh, give the information uh, well enough i pray that we'll just folks i ask and lord we'll do the best that we can to do that because lord there's a lot of things going on in ministry uh, but the most important thing is going on here in just a little while and that's the preaching of the word of god and and so lord help us today bless us, lord bless this offering thank you for our folks and their their uh, willingness to give help us to give with a cheerful heart and we'll give you praise in jesus name amen if you have an offering you please come
0: We'd like for you to join us in one more hymn before we greet each other, and then we'll have our special of the afternoon. And that is hymn 402. Hymn 402. Nothing is impossible. Me, push a trust in God alone, and rest upon His word for everything. Oh, everything. Yes, everything is possible with God. Amen. Please greet each other at this time.
1: Exodus chapter 1, Exodus chapter 1, we'll, read, we'll start in verse 1 and read down through verse 14, see see how far we get, all right, Exodus chapter 1, I'll give you a minute, everybody found your place, amen, that's, that, that's like the second book in the Bible just in case, all right, try it after Genesis. Yeah, page 70. All right, y'all found your place. Y'all still good? Say amen. amen. All right, good. I will just checking. Now these uh, are the generations uh, of the children of Israel which came into Egypt. And every man in his household came with Jacob, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. And all the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob were 70 souls, for Joseph was in Egypt already. And Joseph died all his brethren and all that generation. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly, and multiplied, and waxed exceeding mighty, and the land was filled with them. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, let us lest they multiply, and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they Join also unto our enemies, and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithom, and Ramesses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter and hard bondage, and ...mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. All their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. Uh, and let me go and read. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew wives... ...of which the name of the one was uh, Shifra ...and the name of the other was Pua. And he said, when you do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women... ...and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then you shall kill him. But if it be a daughter... Then she uh, then she shall live, and then we'll just leave off reading there. Father, I pray that you'd help us, Lord. Help me again as I, uh, Lord, come before your people and preach the word of God. Help me to uh, rightly divide your word of truth. And, Lord, may we stay in the context of Scripture this afternoon. And, and I pray and thank you, Lord, for our folks, Lord, who've come today. And, Lord, I pray that uh, they'll receive a blessing not from me, but, Lord, from the moving of the Spirit of God, and, and Lord, I pray that you'd move in our hearts and help us, Lord, to listen to you, God, and be obedient to you, Lord, and God, add the, the blessing, uh, your blessing, to the reading of your word, and we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Um, we come to the the next part of Israel's history, and we remember, we're talking about Moses, but we're Uh, We have to go back and and look at some history and see what's going on uh, in order to help us understand how Moses came to be the emancipator of Israel. And so here again in Exodus 1, we discover that the Israelites, they did not maintain a strong stand in their faith while they were in Egypt. Uh, And there were some who stood strong and true to God, but there was a large portion of Israel uh, who was polluted morally and spiritually, and uh, we learn that by looking first of all in Joshua chapter twenty-four. And we're gonna we're gonna go through our uh, our, our Bibles, and I want you to uh, s- turn with me and, and read that. I want you to uh, get used to turning in your Bibles and seeing what God has to say, because it really doesn't matter what I say, but it matters everything what God says. And so, in in Joshua chapter twenty-four and verse fourteen, it says, "Now therefore." Joshua speaks, says, Fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood, watch, and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. Now look in Ezekiel uh, chapter 20. Ezekiel uh, chapter 20. Uh, Oh my... I'll get there in a second Ezekiel chapter 20 let me get I'm still I'm almost there now Ezekiel chapter 20 look in verse uh, six through eight all right found your place say amen. amen all right y'all beat me beat me to it Ezekiel chapter 20 verse six through eight well I'm almost there there it is all right it says in the day that I lifted up mine hand unto them, To bring them forth to the land of Egypt, uh, uh, into a land that I had espied for them, flowing with milk and honey, which is the glory of all lands. Then said I unto them, Cast ye away every man the abominations of his eyes, and defile not yourselves with the idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Look in verse 8, it says, But they did what? Rebelled against me, and they what? Would not hearken unto me. They did not, every man, cast away the abominations of their eyes, neither did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the midst of the hand of Egypt. Listen, one of the things, and it goes on today, one of the things that's probably heartbreaking to, to every pastor is to stand and preach the Word of God and say, Listen, this is what God said only to watch the people Leave and do what they want yeah, yeah, yeah. Not what, I'm not telling you what I want I'm telling you what God says I'm telling you have, I, I was telling you this morning uh, How to be a, uh, a tree planted by the water of life and, and how to be saturated with the word of God And how we ought to be obedient How we've got slack in some things And it goes right over And it never penetrates the heart This is just exactly what's happening to the Israelites. God told them not to do that. But we find that they were polluted morally and spiritually. Joshua 24, 14, it uses the words, and in Egypt. And this tells us that the Israelites, they practiced idolatry in Egypt. And it's confirmed in the verses we read in Ezekiel chapter 20. And you'd think that the Israelites would have been ready and willing to do anything... Uh, That they needed to do to get out of hard bondage in Egypt. Amen. I mean you'd think that they would say you know what I've had enough of this stuff. But listen but sin had a grip on them. Look, Look in Numbers chapter 11. Numbers chapter 11. And look in verse 34. It says and he called the name of that place. Uh, I can't even say that. Because, they, because there they buried the people that lusted. You know what's happening? This sin had a hold of them. And listen, and God judged them as a result of that. Listen, Egypt, or Israel was taken out of Egypt, but it was a hard thing to take Egypt out of Israel. Uh, I mean, and you look at this, you remember, when they went down, God placed them in a, in a land of Goshen, it was a choice place. It was a great place for them. It, it made it easier for Israel to prosper and to grow. I mean, but even like today, watch this. They used their, their material advantages for selfish reasons and, and not to help them spiritually. God gave that to them to help them in a spiritual fashion, but they used the blessings of God in a selfish, materialistic way. And we can say Amen. amen. Christians today use the material blessings from God in a way that takes them away from God and that they don't use it to help them to serve God Uh, when we use the blessings of God watch it, it it you know to pamper and promote this flesh instead of using it to promote the our spiritual person listen our character is destroyed as a result and so like Israel God is forced to bring afflictions upon His people in order to bring them back to Him. And listen, and we are no different. Amen. If, if we begin to use the blessings of God selfishly on this flesh, listen, God will bring affliction on you and me too just to bring us back to Him. Amen. So look in verse 8. Notice we see uh, the first thing that happens, there's a new king. Uh, These words, new king, it refers to a king who follows different principles of government from his predecessors. And all this tells us that this new king was not of the same dynasty, if you will. uh, uh, Not of that same group that had ruled when Joseph was the number two man in Egypt. But big changes are about to take place for Israel. And if you notice again in verse 8, we'll just read it. Now there arose up a new king... Over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. Now turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 9. You say, man, there's a lot of turning. Yep, it is, but it's good turning. Amen. I, I like it when it, we're, we're, we're building a puzzle. Yep. And we're trying to see a picture of what God gives us. We're talking about Joseph was a great man, but he was forgotten. In Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verses 14 and 15, notice what it says. It says, there was a little city. And few men within it. And there came a great king against it and besieged it and right. built great bulwarks against it. Right. Right. Now there was found in it, in what? In that little city, a poor wise man. Yep. And he by his wisdom delivered this city. Watch. Yet no man remembered that same poor man. That's right. Listen, man's nature has always been that of forgetfulness. Yep. Amen. Amen. I mean, it's a, uh, what have you done for me, not lately, it's what have you done for me today mentality. Amen? And, And we have a tendency that, listen, to forget about what God has done for us, and we can say amen. And so we can see here in Exodus chapter 1 that Joseph was a forgotten man. But I am thankful for Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 that says, God is not unrighteous, watch, to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shown toward his name. Amen. Listen, we may forget God, and we may forget his goodness to us, but God does not forget thy work of sincerity that we do for him. Amen. Amen. Yeah, but not knowing Joseph, watch this, is going to bring about the ruin of Egypt. Uh, the king he could know a thousand other things but not to know Je- uh, joseph is going to bring about his demise now when this king was raised and think about this when he was raised and when he was trained the knowledge of joseph watch was not honored or even thought necessary to learn in other words they're saying you know it's king we're going to we're raising you up to be a king and we're raising you up to be uh, you know, to, we're training you to take this position. Uh, there's, but there's some things that they learned in the past that it's not really important for you to learn today. Amen. That I mean, watching, we're going to. Say, well, how do you know that? Well, because he didn't know who Joseph was. I mean, Joseph wasn't honored or even thought necessary to learn. Listen, do you understand that this is what's going on, or it's been going on in our schools and in our society for decades? We have come through, and we have brought up generation. Listen, that we have not taught them about things in the past because the uh, the our legislators and the politicians have have not deemed it important things for them to learn. Yeah. Amen. But be careful. But watch. Listen. We're doing the same thing in our homes. I mean, we've stopped teaching our children about the things of God. We've, listen, we can sing songs on the radio, but we don't even know the first four books of the gospel. Right, 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 right. Listen, there, uh, there are those who will bring about the demise, and I'll just read this for the sake of time, that, th- that there are those who will bring about the demise of a country because they believe there are some things of our past that, that are not needful to know. I've known churches, this one included, listen, that there's people who want their own way so bad that they're willing to destroy a ministry to get it. There are people in this country who want their way so bad that they're willing to destroy a country in order to get it. People, Christians, we want our way so bad sometimes that we're willing to leave out the things of God and as a result we destroy the spirituality of our families in order to get it. Amen. The ignorance of the king about Joseph shows the peril of ignorance in spiritual matters. And write this verse down so you'll know where it's at. Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6. The prophet Hosea, he said this. He said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Yep. Israel lacked in spiritual, listen, Israel lacked in spiritual knowledge in Hosea's day, and it ruined them. Listen, if we do not uh, come to that place where we have at least a started or a working knowledge of the Word of God in our lives, listen, you will be ruined spiritually. Amen. The Jews went into captivity. And after several hundred years, you, you, you can go back and read all this and study it. After several hundred years, listen, Israel had no national status whatsoever. In fact, it wasn't until 1948 that Israel was even recognized as a nation. It took centuries for them to get back to this place. Centuries. Listen, why? Because they lacked spiritual knowledge. I talked about this a few weeks ago. Listen, that that times have not changed. The most important knowledge today is spiritual knowledge and spirituality. Listen, we need to know the Lord Jesus Christ and have a relationship with Him. And the way we have a relationship with Him is to have a relationship with the Word of Almighty God. Amen. Amen. Acts 4.12. It says, neither is there salvation in any other. Listen, there are people today who lack this spiritual knowledge. It says, there is their their salvation, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby ye must be saved. Just as failure to know Joseph resulted in the ruin of Egypt, the failure to know Jesus Christ will result in the eternal damnation of individual souls to hell. Amen. But in spite of that, watch people still mock and dishonor God. You can't talk about Him in public schools. Uh, you can't teach about Him in the, in the Bible. I mean, are you, I mean, you can't teach about the Lord uh, from Scripture in our schools today. I mean, they've taken all that out. How dare you take your Bible to school with you? People are just not interested. And for the most part are, are non-existent when it comes to being involved in spiritual things. You know, we, we've taken prayer out of our schools. We don't want Jesus in our schools. We don't want to, you know what I mean, if you take your Bible or if you say anything about the Lord, listen, you can talk about God, you know, because God is pretty much a, a generic term. But you start talking about Jesus being the Son of God and, G, listen, Jesus Christ, listen, he. that's the rub. And, and you'll get in trouble. You'll get called into HR if you talk about that. Um. People are not interested in the spiritual things. Uh, If you look in verse 9 and 10 of Exodus 1, because the king didn't know Joseph, he made some bad decisions concerning the Israelites. He viewed Israel as a liability and not an asset. He feared that Israel would rise up against Egypt in verse 9. But listen, when you lack crucial information, your fears are never justified. Look what the king said in verse 9. He said, the children of Israel are more, are more and mightier than we. Now the words mightier than we, listen, they are an exaggeration. And people have a tendency to exaggerate when they make decisions about what they want. Are you all still with me? Say amen. I'm going to say that again. People have a tendency to exaggerate when making decisions about what they want. The king now he starts to make a decision to oppress the Israelites in an even greater way. And if you, uh, you all remember back in Genesis 12, 3, where God said, He said, I will bless them that what that bless thee and curseth him that curseth thee. And when men don't know Jesus Christ as, as king, as this king didn't know Joseph, then they're going to have problems discerning situations in the right way. And it's the same thing today. Listen, the best thing that that the, Amer- uh, uh, the United States of America can do is be a friend of Israel. Yeah. Yeah. It's right there in Genesis 12, 3. Look in verse 10 and 11. Um, the king said he'll put Israel under uh, such severe slavery. He said that it'll keep them from multiplying. And, uh, and so that way he said, and I'm paraphrasing, Israel won't be any threat to us. The king said, let us deal wisely with them. But he did, it, listen... He did everything but that, okay? Now, it sounds good when he said, let us deal wisely with them, but that word wisely uh, means subtlety, and it means crafty. Matthew Henry said, when men deal wickedly, it is common for them to imagine that they deal wisely. Now, watch this. Be car- Now, I want you to listen real close. The king's actions were not wise, and we can all say Amen. amen. They alienated the very people that should have been allies to them. And many people think that by doing something wrong, it'll bring them prestige, power, or even pleasure. It violates the word of God. It's always foolish. And it's always folly. And by the way, when I was thinking about this, I thought, you know, uh, people today, even Christians... Uh, We've gotten very crafty and clever when it comes to arguing against God's will and God's ways. Yeah. Uh, We've got to where we come up with these clever and crafty arguments about justifying um, lack of commitment. I mean, uh, we come up with clever ways to justify why we don't give or... Why we're not faithful to attend God's house or why we don't read God's word or why we don't pray or, or why we're not involved in the ministry of the church. We're clever about that. Oh, preacher, it'll be okay. It's not okay. Find me in here. Let's go back to our authority. Are y'all still with me? Say amen. Find me in here, a place where it's okay. Find me in here where God says, listen, listen, the Bible says there was a time when God winked at sin. Listen, all this cleverness will always lead to ruin. All this cleverness will not stand up to the scrutiny of God's judgment. And it will always lead to heartache and despair. Look in verse 13 of Exodus 1. Notice what it says. It says, And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with What's that word? Read that word. Rigor. Rigor. Now, that's a rare word. Uh, it comes from a root word that means to break in pieces or to crush. In fact, one commentator, I was, as I was preparing the message, it said Israel's slavery was inhumane. It, I mean, they were treated in Egypt... Uh, these In Egypt's day, the way they were treated during the war in the Nazi prison camps all In, in, in all this, they, I mean they, they were extremely cruel Listen, these Egyptians were, uh, this king was cruel to, to the Israelites uh, You think uh, the Nazis came up with something new? Absolutely not I mean this new king that didn't know Joseph, he was doing the exact same thing We're going to get to some of that uh, notice what it says in verse 11. It says, they, in all this slave labor, though, look what it says. They built for Pharaoh treasure cities or storage cities for Pytham and Ramesses. Verse 14 says they, they worked in all manner of service in the field. Uh, the, the cruel slavery that was placed on the Israelites gives us a good picture uh, of, of the work of sin Listen, I, let, I want you to understand something. This is, this is extremely cruelty. The cruel slavery that they uh, that placed on the Israelites is a good picture, again, I'm going to say, of, of what sin does to you and me. And I want to show you. Number one, sin enslaves. Now watch this. The sin of the king of Egypt enslaved the Israelites. And folks, sin always enslaves no matter what sin, no matter how. Listen, there's no such thing as, well, that's just a small sin. No, wait a minute. Sin is sin. Explain to God what a small sin is. Explain to Him what a, a big sin is. Listen, sin is sin. And God deals with sin, all sin, the same way. Sin enslaves it never brings freedom. Sin enslaves to destructive and evil habits. Sinners most, uh, sinners most always think, watch that godly people, you think about what they said, well, man, you Christian people, listen, they always think, listen, when you're trying to do your best for God, trying to live right, they think, man, you Christians, y'all are missing out on so much. Y'all are just bound up. Y'all have no fun whatsoever. Listen, I have more fun doing in the will of God than I ever had outside the will of God. Listen, and I'm doing it in the right way. Sin always enslaves. They think just because. Listen, I'm telling you, I can think of better things to do besides come to church at two o'clock on Sunday afternoon. There's a football game on. on. I got that from my dad. I'll just, I'll blame that on him. Listen, don't give in to that. Choose you this day whom you'll serve. Sin always enslaves. Look in verse 14. Sin embitters. He said, they made their lives bitter. Sin never makes you happy. Now, sin advertises, I mean, Hebrews eleven twenty five. it even says that there's pleasure in sin. But wait a minute, you've got to read those next three words for a season. Yeah. Sin advertises itself as great fun. Amen. And sometimes uh, we as believers wonder, listen, watch this, wonder why the unbelievers, the worldly people, the immoral do so well. I mean, they seem like they're wealthy and healthy, successful. Listen, my success is not in this world. My treasures are not in this world. They're, I'm trying to lay them up on the other side where I'm going to spend eternity. Listen, that's where we ought to understand that we're building today for tomorrow, spiritually speaking. All this here today is going to be burned up with a fervent heat. And everything that we're seeing today, listen, it's got to go that way. Uh, It's got to be a one-world government. It's got to be a one-world monetary system. It's got to be a cashless society. You know why? Because it takes us right into a one-world monetary system. Why do you think we have debit cards? Why do you think they are trying to do away with cash? My dad, bless his he's 90. He went to the doctor the other day, and he's old school. And when he went up to the desk to try to pay for his office visit, guess what he tried to pay with? Cash. And guess what they said? We don't take cash. And guess what he did? He was aggravated. <laughs> you know why? Because that's got to go that way. So they can come to that place where they say, Oh, you can't buy that. You've already had two of them this week. Oh, how old are you again? Oh, well, that is an elective surgery. You're too old. We don't want to spend any money on you. Right. Can't do it. Listen, um, there's pleasure in sin. And in this old world today, uh, listen, they may think they're having fun. You know, there's even all over the TV. There's shows about how the wealthy. I, I was see, I saw something advertised the other day where they're having these million dollar cars and they're out selling these cars to these. Uh, celebrities and all this stuff, and I'm thinking, man, alive! First thing I thought was, how do they afford all that stuff? Well, they live in the world. But listen, they can have it. One of these days, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk on the streets of gold. One of these days, I'm gonna have a, a new body that, and I want. Listen, I personally think that we may get to fly. I've always wanted to fly, not in an airplane. You ever had a dream about flying? Oh, yeah, I have. I mean, listen, if the Lord can walk through walls, guess what? We're going to be able to walk through a wall. They said he came into the room and the windows and doors were shut and he was just there. And we're going to have a body just like his. Um, You know, I'm I'm looking forward to it so they can have all this stuff. I mean, but we think about it. I mean, we want to ask questions like Job asked. Look in Job chapter 21. Job chapter 21. Uh, Look in verse. Let me find my place again. Look in verse 7 through 9. Chapter 21, verse 7 through 9. It says, Wherefore do the wicked live, uh, become old, yea, are mighty in power? Their seed is established in their sight with them and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear, neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull gendereth and faileth not, their cow calveth and casteth not her calf. They send forth their little ones like a flock and their children dance. Listen, you know what's going on there? They're having a good time. They're thinking, man, Job said, listen, how come all the the wicked people, how come it seems like they're just going through life on a greased plank? Well, listen, they may be on a greased plank, but if they're not saved, they're on a greased plank to hell. Listen, we were out knocking doors yesterday. And they, the, the our young men came across some uh, a door that probably had a little bitty sign on it that said no soliciting and all this stuff. And, and 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 man, we got a phone call and and this my wife answered the phone and that lady was cussing her. Why? Because they weren't interested in the they're putting this cheap stuff on my door. I was ready to sick my dog on them. Listen, you know what? Those people are everywhere. But they need the Lord Jesus Christ. And, but we think, listen, how, how does the world get all this stuff? Jeremiah 1, 12, 1, where it says, it says, Wherefore doth the way of the wicked prosper? The psalmist said, Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. But, but look back in Job chapter 20. Job answers the question, Job, it says in chapter 20 and verse 5, he says, The triumphing of the wicked is short, and the joy of the hypocrite but for a moment. Listen, I'm letting you know that the, they better get it here because this is all the heaven that they're ever going to have. Amen. Look in James chapter 5, verse 5 and 6. James chapter 5 in verses 5 and 6. James gives us a reason not to envy the wicked. He says, Ye have lived in pleasure on the earth and been wanton. Ye have nourished your hearts as in the day of slaughter. Ye have condemned and killed the just, and he doth not resist you. But look back in verse 1. We'll read verse 1 through 3. Go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered and the rust of them shall be a witness against you and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. You have heaped treasure together for the last days. Listen, I'm letting you know God keeps a record. Listen, you are, you're right here this afternoon. You are doing the right thing. You are doing the best thing. You are doing the the best thing that can help you live tomorrow. Amen. Look in Romans chapter 2. Look in chapter 2 and look in verse 5 and 6. It says, But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation, Of the righteous judgment of God. Who will render to every man according to his deeds. You remember David? I mean, he learned the hard way that sinful pleasure is both brief and disastrous. Listen, sin embitters. Uh, Sin enslaves. But sin also extracts. Uh, when these taskmasters here in Exodus chapter one, when, uh, when when they were done with the slaves every day, there was little strength left for anything else. And folks, sin always takes the best from us. Always, sin will take from you your spirituality. Sin will bankrupt you morally. Sin will take from you your relationship with God. Sin will take from you. Watch, he 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 will take from you. uh, He will take control of your interests. Sin will take your life, your energy, and your means to serve God. Sin will take everything. Sin will rob you of your joy and your desire to serve God. Sin will keep you from being faithful to attend God's house. And the Bible says, when sin hath conceived, it brings forth, what? Death. Death. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I'm here to let you know today that sin, listen, we always lose with sin. Yep. Always. Just like these Egyptian slave masters were doing their best. And, and we're just kind of getting rolling here. We're still coming to, to Moses uh, God's still got a man uh, Ready to help But you know sometimes we, If we're not careful We have to go a long way down Before we look back to God Boy that's, that's the Israelites These slave masters were doing their best To drive a death knell Into the hearts and lives of these Israelites And Satan will do the same thing To you and me If we allow it Listen You can't play with sin and win Are y'all still here say amen? Amen. Not even a little. No matter how um, small or insignificant that we think it might be, sin is always wrong. And we cannot be the kind of Christian God wants us to be and dabble in sin in any way. You know, we think we can deal with, you know, oh, look at me, preacher, look at that. Ooh, man, look at that. Did you see that? I got right close to it. Didn't bother me. Be careful. It may not have bothered you right then. But when you dabble in sin a little, it, listen, it'll rob you of just a little bit more of your spirituality and your relationship with God until it has all everything. Yeah. Listen, um, you think, Samson... Thought he'd be okay Sure he did He thought man can't, won't, won't bother me I'm Samson I mean I'll just go out here And, and shake myself like I did before And everything will be okay Listen but when, he, but when he came to the place The Bible says he wished not He had no idea that the spirit And the power of God had left him And you know what Neither will you. Yeah. Listen, let me encourage you. Don't play with sin. You know, the Israelites, they're, they, they've they come to this place, and God's trying to get them ready to bring them out of Egypt. Uh, but they're not there. So can I encourage you today? Um, be the kind of Christian God wants you to be. And if there's even a little thing that maybe you gave in to, can I encourage you? Get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get it right and be the kind of Christian God wants you to be. And all God's people can say, Amen. Father, help us. Lord, we're seeing a, a good.